And joining me on the phone now is Pete from the Magic Ease. Good evening, Pete. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. That's uh, Pete Thompson from the Magic Ease. And um, how are you sort of coping with this uh, sort of self-isolation and the, and, the, and the virus? Are you all safe at home? Um, yeah, me and my family are safe and well. The rest of the band are uh, likewise are safe and well. We're just obviously... Uh, Missing rehearsal, cancelled quite a few gigs, but um, getting creative and writing some new songs, so all is not lost. Okay, it's a three-piece band called the uh, Magic Ease. Just, just to sort of give us a little brief, really. How did the name come about? Where did the Magic Ease come from? The, the, the name. Well, <clears throat> the name came from uh, uh, kids' TV, seventies, early eighties, and it's uh, it was uh, an educational show where they were teaching children how to spell and the magic ease was a song that was all around how when you added the letter e to the end of the word it would change it so it was like kit becomes kite with me magic magic e and that's where the name came from uh, very interesting. A uh, very interesting name for a band as well, the Magic E's. I quite, I quite like the name, especially for a three-piece as well. Um, the songwriting, do, do you all take part in the songwriting or is it just mainly sort of one person? Um, it, it, the majority of it kind of starts with a song or an idea that I come up with on guitar. And may, may, the song may be fully formed or it may be a jam. And then and the three of us in the rehearsal then tend to kind of, you know, bash it into shape. Although, having said that, a lot of our second album, Dead Star, which came out in September, that was written off jams that came out of rehearsal. About 70% of that was born out of jams. But most of the, most of the time, it's usually a song idea I've got. And then between the three of us, we can kind of knock it into shape. You're here to talk about your charity single. But before we get into that uh, a little while later on, uh, the first tune we're going to hear is a tune called Don't Stop or Don't uh, Stop, Don't Start, should I say. Um, can yeah. you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, this was a song of our second album, and it, this was one that was born out of um, a rehearsal. So you'll hear in the track there's kind of a strong underlying bass riff. Jasper, our bass player, he came up with this riff, and it, it was working really nicely. And then I kind of it took a bit of a Who vibe to it and came up with the guitar parts for it. And then lyrically, it's just about a relationship that's breaking down and how both parties are separating and it's obviously something that one party wants the other party doesn't and it's just really that story told over quite kind of kind of uh, kind of a who style track you know it's really got pounding bass line and, and drums to it so yeah so let's hear it now this is the magic ease and stop don't start Change it all 
the Magic Ease and Stop Don't Start. And I'm talking to Pete Thompson from the band. Are you still there, Pete? I am, yes. Uh, you're from Norwich in Norfolk, one of our presenters. Steve Dack comes from that part of the land. Have you always been in that area and did you all meet up in, uh, in, in Norwich, in Norfolk? Uh, we did all meet in that area. Um, our drummer is the only one that's originally from the area. I'm originally from Yorkshire and our drummer Jasper's originally from London, but we all met in the area about God, six years ago was when the band started. Wow. And in, in that time, you've had two albums out, uh, six singles and two EPs. So you're quite prolific, really. You've been doing a lot of uh, songwriting. Where do you record all the albums? Do you record them at the same place? Um, well, we're quite fortunate. I've got my own kind of home studio. And so a lot of the drums and a lot of the bass work, we record at a local studio to us uh, with a guy called Johnny Cole, who's engineered our stuff since we started. And then we bring it into my studio where I tend to layer over the guitars, do the vocals, we add keyboards and all that kind of stuff. So it does help having that much kind of ability to do our own recording on getting stuff out as quickly and as frequently as we do. As, uh, <laughs> as you can't tour at the moment, and obviously no bands can at all really, but when you do play live, is it all your own music or do you sort of throw in a few covers as well? Uh, it's all our own stuff. I mean, obviously, when we do the summer festival circuit, we tend to throw in the odd cover to keep the uh, keep the crowd happy. But um, yeah, all our all our kind of club gigs, venue gigs, are all our own stuff. And uh, do you mix socially, or do you is it just purely a sort of band thing? No, we do. We we, we do mix socially. Obviously, not as much at the moment. No, no, but, no, yeah, no. <laughs> we, But we um, but yeah, we we started out as kind of mates. Um, who are just interested in a similar kind of music and obviously all been in bands in the past they kind of then gravitated towards that so you know we're all friends as well as bandmates which I think helps has probably helped keep us together for as long as long as we've, we've been together really yeah I think band when you look at all the old bands uh, you know they, like, even if you go back to the Beatles if you like uh, uh, there was all sort of friends before they became sort of well known and before they sort of even formed the band so I always think that's a good good idea really if you if you if you know each other before you actually sort of start you know performing sometimes yeah yeah it also helps when you have the inevitable disagreements on maybe songs <laughs> and stuff, that because you know each other a bit well, you know how maybe to approach certain things. But it can be a bit difficult if you are uh, if you don't know each other well enough. Yeah, right. The next tune we're going to hear is uh, "Into the Fading Light." Uh, was that written by you, or was it sort of a whole band sort of thing? Um, this one was written by me, so I came up with the with the riff. So I, I remember having quite a weekend of listening to a lot of T Rex and a lot of them. Uh, glam music and so the the riff um i want to say was, was influenced kind of by listening to quite a bit of glam rock bit of a, a bowie t-rex and all that kind of stuff so it was it came quite quickly and then in a, i think i brought it to one rehearsal the only thing i didn't have was like a, a minute and we kind of knocked that out pretty quick and when we recorded it we hadn't we'd never actually played it live when we laid down the drums and the bass so pretty much the first time we ever played it through properly was in the studio so it was it, the recording's really quite i think it captures a lot of that early song rawness so uh, let's hear it now this is the magic ease into the fading light <laughs> Take it back. 
That's the magic ease and uh, into the fainting light. Pete Thompson's still with me from the band. Uh, Pete, what are the band's influences or your sort of personal influences, uh, sort of music-wise? Um, I think as, as a band, we're, in a, we're influenced by a lot of uh, early to mid-90s Indian and alt-rock from like that, so Ride, The Charlatan, bands <clears throat> like Oasis and, the, and Stone Roses. Um, I think, and then all of us kind of have our individual influences. Like Jasper's into a lot of the seventies and eighties kind of the uh, punkier rock stuff, um, and I'm quite into a lot of a lot of the sixties stuff. I, Small Faces are one of my favorite bands of all time, and and the Who, and so I think a lot of I don't know. I think a lot like most people who. I mean, the the musical period that influenced me growing up when I was kind of a teenager, started buying music, was the 90s. And the Britpop era, I'd read an interview with Noel Gallagher and he may talk about the jam or he may talk about the small faces and I'd go, oh, I don't know who they are. <laughs> Start going back and back and discovering and going, all oh, right, yeah, cool. So that's really then where I, I, I kind of, a, a lot of the stuff I listen to is by the 60s yeah. and 70s stuff. I saw Steve Marriott, or oh, not when he was in the Small Faces, um, but uh, when he was in a in a three piece band. Like the band was called the, the Packet of Three. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yeah, um, yeah, they used to wear dungarees, didn't they? Exactly. Yeah, orange dung, like, like sort of like parachute sort of wear. And I used to see them uh, at a pub in, uh, in in Walthamstow called the Royal Standard. And uh, they were such a tight three-piece band, really, really good. But he only ever yeah. done one Small Faces song. I think that was all or nothing, but he wouldn't do anything else from the Small Faces. But they were such yeah. a re yeah, really, really good band, really tight band. Yeah, I think I've got a packet of three live DVD. It's a Steve Murray one. It has a, one of their gigs on it. And I think the only one they did was uh, was um, was that uh, All or Nothing and maybe like a couple of humble pie traps. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everybody was sort of you know screaming out for small faces, and he, he we don't do this the one track anyway. Now for the small faces, we had to talk about the magic ease. Um, <laughs> currently, you got a uh, a charity single out called Hope. How did how did that come about? Um, well, the song was written um, about well seven years ago, and it was written. Uh, when my daughter was born, so and that's kind of what links it to the the charity. So my daughter was born with congenital heart disease, and we found out um, when she at the twenty week scan, and then we were taken from our local hospital down to London. And said this is where you're going to give birth, and we'll have to keep her in for quite a while when she's born. We don't know how she's going to cope once you know once she's born and everything like that. And so I was I was. Uh, living so my wife could stay at the hospital with Sophie in the ho in the hospital, and I stayed in some kind of accommodation that they'd started out, which was about ten or fifteen minutes away. So every day I'd be in the hospital, and then at night I'd get on this little bus and go and stay as accommodation. And, and in the room, they had a recreational room, and it was all for families who had kids at the the children's hospital. They had this bath to go in, so some evenings I'd get back home in the morning, and you'd kind of be a bit wired from the day of I'm talking to doctors and everything like that. And I just, I wrote the song uh, in about 20 minutes on this piano. And it was just about really at that point as a, I guess, written from the point of view of someone who'd just become a dad and not really knowing what the future held for their child. I'm just trying to think, well, okay, yeah, trying thinking of the things I'd want to say. And that's what it became. And then there was an opportunity recently to team up with um, the Evelina Children's Heart Organisation that were a charity that support uh, families and children with um, congenital heart disease. Um, 
to kind of coincide the single with raising some money for them, and that's really where the link up with the Evelina Children's Heart Organisation came and this particular song. So, um, yeah, it, it, it means quite a lot to me in the band. I must thought, is your daughter okay now? Yeah, I mean, she's, yeah, she's seven years old and you wouldn't know there's anything wrong with her. She still goes to the hospital every nine months for checkups and she'll need a few more operations in her life. But, you know, the, she's, a, yeah, she's a little bundle of energy. Have you got any details of the charity, uh, if people want to donate, or is it best Yep, to... so it's the Evelina Children's Heart Organisation. You can find it by going to echo-uk.gov. Uh, and um, if you want to make on there, or you can download and stream the Hope single and everything that we make from that is going to them. We were supposed to have all last weekend, but obviously the current situation, we've postponed that till later in the, later in the year. Um, yeah, well, do you, that just sort of, can you just say where you were supposed to be playing? I think you did the line dropped a little bit then. Where were you supposed to be playing? <clears throat> yeah, we were supposed to be uh, doing, a, we'd organised a, an all-day music festival last weekend to, to raise money for Echo, but obviously that's been postponed to later in the year. So if people go to wearemagic.uk, our website, they'll see when we uh, reschedule that, that um, we'll, be doing, we'll be doing more for the charity going forward. OK, just before we hear the, uh, the, the charity single, obviously you can't do any gigs, you can't do any touring, you can't sort of play live, but if people want to obtain any uh, Magic E sort of music or any, uh, any sort of um, merchandise and stuff like that, what's the best way to get in touch with the band? Um, so we're all over social media and our website. So our website, wearemagic.uk, and on there you can find our list of gig dates. You can find links to all our music and get in touch with us. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash wearemagicuk. And again, we're very active on there. People message us. Um, same on Instagram, the Magic Ease. And the email is, if you want to get in touch, email us is the band at wearemagic.uk. And uh, we'll get in touch with everyone who gets in touch with us. OK, well, I must say, the, the, also, the video for this single is rather good as well. So I thank Pete for, uh, for joining us here on uh, RFM this evening. Um, hope this sort of lockdown doesn't last for too long and we can get out again and, uh, and see the Magic Keys live. Oh, it is, yeah. Well, thank you for having us on. Thank you for supporting the band and playing our music. It does mean a lot to us. No problem. And this is the charity single. This is the Magic Keys and their charity single, and it's called Hope. <laughs> Yeah, we are 
Jane.